If you enjoyed podcasts like this, you should check out our other shows on Health Podcast Network. For example, Hopeful Hints, hosted by Dr. Tara, guides and supports those on the often challenging and isolating journey of women's health concerns and infertility. There's a particularly powerful episode that you should check out called All Things Endometriosis, which dives deep into understanding the condition to help the many women who suffer from endometriosis and have no idea they have it, and healthcare providers who are uneducated about it, making the diagnosis process so difficult. Check out Hopeful Hints on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com. Stressblueprint.com is going to be everywhere. Um, You know, you're going to be hitting all the benchmarks that you want. Welcome to the Nurse Wellness Podcast, empowering nurses to manage stressors so they can intentionally reconnect with their purpose, optimize their wellness, and ultimately show up in the world the way they want to be seen. I'm your host, nurse practitioner, Wendy Garvin-Mayo, your stress solution strategist. In this podcast, you'll receive actionable stress management tips, insightful interviews, and strategies that focus on inspiring you to be your best, do your best, and give your best. With that, let's get started. Hi, Diane. How are you? I am great. How are you, Wendy? Good, good. I'm so excited that you are here, and I'm super excited for our conversation on vision. Um, I just want to let everyone know why we're talking about this. So as many of you know, I go around and I speak to many people from uh, students to CEOs to C-suites, and one common theme that has been coming up in all of my talks is vision. Many people, doesn't matter how young, how old, um, if they're just starting their career, if they're advancing their career, a lot of people don't know what their vision is. And who better (laughs) to come and talk to us about vision? Uh, Diane is a vision accelerator. I mean, there's no better person to really talk about this topic and really give us some nuggets and talk about the importance of vision. So before we get started, uh, Diane, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Awesome. Well, you know, it's so funny, Wendy. I actually have been doing this for longer than I recognize. Um, I am a counselor by trade. uh, And I thought that I started my uh, desire to be a counselor when I started my master's degree. And then I ran into someone a couple summers ago Um, And we were in eighth grade together. And he always used to say, you're my counselor. And um, I just laughed because I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm really a counselor and a coach. And so really from a young age, just had the gift of listening to people um, and being able to hear what they're not saying and synthesizing what it means and what their um, passions are just by um, that careful ear. Uh, And so that's kind of how it manifested over time. And I think that that's why I love having these conversations with people to have them to realize that vision isn't, we don't just get one vision. Sometimes it comes to us multiple times, sometimes because we're not listening and perhaps not acting um, in what we're called to do. Uh, And so um, that's what really makes me excited about the work that I do, uh, having that opportunity to talk to people 
um, and hear where their gifting is and then how they will be able to step into that or perhaps pivot if they're in a space of feeling like they're stuck. We need to think collectively about all of the roles that people play. And then what role will that be for us? You know, if you fried chicken, fried that chicken. <laughs> you know, if you are you the best, best fried chicken. Right. right? Like, you know, that's gonna have I have a, a person we I just drove 40 minutes to pick up a cake last week because her cakes are good. Right. 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 You know, so it's just like when you decide what your niche is and what you want to follow, then run with it. Cause then people are gonna say, hey, you know, did you talk to that Wendy about your stress? Because <laughs> I'm feeling better, right? You know, have her into your organization. I just think that whatever our calling is, it's really important that we tap into it because that's how we align our vision. And then it becomes easier when you're fighting against it, then that's what makes it hard. Like it life shouldn't be hard, right? And sometimes that's what we may have heard. You know, but when you are doing what you, I'm not saying that all days are going to be easy, but it should feel good because you know what you're going towards. You know, that rudder is saying, okay, this was a hard left. I know I got to go back right to get back on the strip, but I'm willing to do that because I know my end goal. Yeah, absolutely. You said you, you dropped so many gems there and I'm so happy you said purpose. You're talking about passion. Like, wait, where's purpose, purpose, purpose. Cause I'm, I'm such a big purpose person and the, your purpose is getting quiet and you'll figure it out. It, it's there. You have it. It's ingrained in you. And uh, one thing I always tell people is that self-awareness is key, but you got to get quiet and give yourself time and space to really explore who you are, what you are, what lights you up. I always give the example of uh, when I'm with an oncology patient, that feeling I get, it's indescribable. So I know my purpose is to serve patients in some capacity. Um, but yeah, it's really understanding who you are, why you're here and what impact you want to have on this world. And, and that may sound like crazy to people, but it that's what it is. And I think what you said, vision is it, it comes from it, but it's all linked, the passion, the purpose, the vision, it's all linked, but we have to give ourselves the time and space to really explore what that is. Mm-hmm. And are we on track or do we need to create a different roadmap? And I think that's, you know, why what you do is so important as the vision accelerator. I, I love that. Um, and I, I have one more question before we wrap up and get to um, our rapid fire. So what can organizations, because every organization you go to, you work at, you pull up their website, they have mission and vision on there, right? And right now we're talking about individual vision. What, like, what's your vision? What's your vision? How can organizations incorporate uh, vision into like their employees? How can they, um, how can they make that an essential part of the culture? of employees tapping into their vision? How, how can we do that? Can we can we get some nuggets on how organizations or leaders can start really tapping into the vision of their employees? I think by giving space to even talk about it um, is, is key. I think sometimes it's even reconnecting. I think sometimes we have meetings for the purpose of having meetings um, at in workplaces. But how about we start a meeting sharing the vision of the organization 
but then asking people, what's your vision for this month? What's your vision for why are you here as a part of our vision and how can we help you to manifest and move your vision forward? You know, I think that so many times it's it's so polar opposite, you know, like I think uh, I worked with a manager um, one time and his staff had been there for years and I was just really struck and he was like frustrated, you know, like I need to move on. And, and I, my thing was, wow, like what, what are you doing that is having people to believe in you and your leadership that they're giving 10, 15 years of their life, you know, in this place, you know, many of them could have been making more money, could have been doing other things, but they were committed to him you know, and they were committed to the vision of what their group was. And I, I think, you know, I think that speaks to our leadership, you know, and I think what I liked with his story, he started at the bottom as an entry level um, and then was running the entire organization at that particular site. And I think other people saw that it was possible, right? that they could be. And I think sometimes, you know, we're so busy trying to get to the top. Um, but sometimes I always say your leadership is only as good as your legacy. And if you pour into other people, the likelihood is that they will pour into you and help to, like, so it's a reciprocal mm. um, piece. And I, I think when I think about companies, when people are unhappy, the question should be, where are we with our vision and how can we get people locked into the vision and support them so that we can all be collectively successful? Because, you know, once you get that negative energy in an organization, it festers, you know, the water cooler talk is, oh, we here again, you know, like it's just negative. Um, and so, and a lot of times when people are negative, they're not happy and they're not connected to what is their next. When you're connected to your vision and you put those stops in that you have to hit, you don't have time for gossip. You don't have time to, you know, not be your best, be it in talk and how you show up and how you feel, because you know that all of it is interconnected. When you don't feel good about where you're going, you don't show up on time. Perhaps you don't come. So you see at, at, absenteeism as an issue in jobs, right? Like, so it's all interconnected. So um, oftentimes when I have conversations with the companies and groups that I've had chance to talk about vision, they're always like, oh, I never put right. Like who wants to show up? Right. Who wants to stay in a place that doesn't feel good? You know, how often do you, celebrate. Mm -hmm. You know, people say, oh, that's a waste, you know, that productivity, but you get more when people feel like their presence is acknowledged, that they are celebrated, um, and that it makes a difference that they're there. Yeah. And that's why I think it's important for healthcare leaders, senior leadership, C-suite to, to really value vision, to understand their vision, because they're leading organizations of people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so if I don't know my vision and I'm not taking it serious, how can I even 
help you uncover yours or tap exactly. into yours or yeah. dial into the company's vision. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so I think it's just, it's so important. It goes hand in hand. And this was such a great conversation and uh, <laughs> we definitely have to have a part two, but uh, before we get to rapid fire, how can people uh, connect with you and find you? Sure. So I am um, at dianedrakes.com and then I'm on Instagram, D- Diane M. Drakes. And then I'm on Facebook at Dream Big with Diane. And um, my website is easy because it's dianedrakes.com. Uh, and so, and then my number is also, I try to make that easy, is 860-515-TEAM. So I always joke like you can remember that, 560-515-TEAM, and that's 8326. Um, but I hope that everyone, you know, I always say that I pick that number because I'm on your team. Like, so even if I'm not someone that you want to work with, I want to help you, um, I love to just help people to connect with who they're supposed to connect with. Um, and so sometimes I'm a great referrer <laughs> of like connecting folks. Um, but I would say that that is one of those places and spaces that I just love to be in, to be able to connect with people and to help them to live their best life and to yeah. do all good things. Absolutely. And I and I can attest to that, just knowing you from when I stepped foot on St. Joseph College's campus in 2000, 2000. Yeah, 2000. Uh, like it's now, right? Like we're still connected. Uh, and, and you were really a godsend for us African-American women. You know, I could speak for, you know, my little crew uh, to see you there as, uh, you know, staff and you 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 helped us you helped us really navigate uh that experience so thank you and, thank and you. you are a connector and uh it says a lot that from 2000 to now we're sitting here having this conversation so absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> you know like it's just great even to um, thank you for saying that it's it's really important for us to recognize even as african-american women that we still are uh chasing it, you know, chasing the dream and stepping into the dream. I think that position, I was the first African-American to hold that position back then. Mm. Um, And, you know, it's just interesting, even in my career, looking back now and just kind of seeing all the people that I've touched, but it just makes a difference to see um, yourself. So thank you for sharing um, that, because I think that that's also another part of me that's really important for us to recognize our greatness and the black girl magic that exists. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so thank you for that, Wendy. I appreciate that. Oh, you're welcome. Well, let's get into the rapid fire before I'm we excited for that. this rapid fire yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tell me the first thing that comes to your mind to answer the question or finish the statement. Wellness means taking care of yourself. I know I'm stressed when. I'm tired. (laughs) (laughs) My go-to stress management uh, modality is? Massage. One thing people get wrong about me is? They think I'm serious. (laughs) (laughs) And I love a good laugh. (laughs) (laughs) What's your current vision? My current vision is to expand um, my company. and to do more work uh, with people both here in the U.S. and internationally. So that's really, I started to do it and it just feels good. So I just know that I'm supposed to keep 
on that, on that path. Nice. One thing I learned about myself during COVID is I love my house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love this place. I'm never yeah. here. I'm like, so that's kind of been um, a post COVID practice that I guess is self care. It's just really, you know, um, I did a lot of little projects and things in my home and just enjoyed it. But I also like noticed things that I wanted to change or update. Um, But yeah, I definitely know that I love my house. (laughs) I love that. I love that. And what's one wish you have for our listeners as we uh, end this episode? What's one thing you want them to walk away with? I want them to walk away with the fact that it's important for us to define our personal vision. And it's also equally important for us to recognize that we may need to redefine that vision as life happens or as we continue to evolve and notice that there's things that we are more passionate about, um, that it's okay to um, repen your vision. You know, you write it in ink, but you can always cross some things off and make some adjustments. And I think that that's the one um, piece that I hope that people take away from this conversation. It's one that it's important to create vision, but to recognize that it's a work in progress. Mm, I love that. Well, Diane, thank you so much for being here and we'll have to have you back. All right. Thank you so much. It's been great talking with you and being here. You too. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please tell a friend. Before you go, I would love to share a free stress management resource with you. Go to stressblueprint.com and download your free copy of the three questions to ask when you are stressed. Until next time, go out and be your best, do your best, and give your best. If you enjoyed podcasts like this, you should check out our other shows on Health Podcast Network. For example, Hopeful Hints, hosted by Dr. Tara, guides and supports those on the often challenging and isolating journey of women's health concerns and infertility. There's a particularly powerful episode that you should check out called All Things Endometriosis, which dives deep into understanding the condition to help the many women who suffer from endometriosis and have no idea they have it and healthcare providers who are uneducated about it, making the diagnosis process so difficult. Check out Hopeful Hints on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com.